Hello, everyone, and welcome to this audio experience of having me in your ears. This is a bit of a strange situation I'm in. You see, uh, Teresa and I started doing little bonus content episodes in an attempt to keep us from rambling so much in the main show. But in the case of episode 79, I can't seem to find the actual episode. This was recorded a little while ago, uh, so I don't really remember if we actually did the main show the week we recorded this. Things have been a, a little nuts, uh, but anyway, uh, here here's the thing that we recorded. I hope that, that you enjoy it, I guess. I guess this is episode 79 now. I love you. I give up. I'm not whistling anymore. Anymore? Like, no. ever? No, I, oh, I no. Just I mean, no, just for like our after series podcast, because yesterday I had a really, I had a moment. So backtrack to Sunday night where I look at my mom and I go, mom, can I have a cookie? And by cookie, I mean a weed cookie. And she goes, yeah, kid, you deserve one. Have a good one. Enjoy. It's like bon appetit down the hatch. And I uh-huh. ate it, let it hit while I was in the shower, got out of the shower uh, I'm feeling good. And then I was like, I'm going to watch Eyes Without a Face. Long story short, I got too high. <laughs> so I couldn't read French subtitles anymore. And then um, the next day, but while I was high, I couldn't stop thinking about um, Meshes of the Afternoon, which is a 1940s silent horror movie that's only 16 minutes long, actually 13 minutes long. And it's kind of more of an experimental thing. And I couldn't stop thinking about it. So I know it's available on YouTube. So yesterday I typed into YouTube this movie and I watched it again. And but now my YouTube algorithm is absolutely fucked because of this. So most of my YouTube algorithm is like horror YouTube and like internet lore and shit like that. Like a lot of explained videos for movies and uh, video games and stuff like that. Like I, I've listened to a lot of stuff while I play Tetris or if I'm playing Octopath or Pokemon or whatever the hell. And okay. so this is completely destroyed. One Google, one search has destroyed my YouTube algorithm. So I was like, you know what? It's time to redo my YouTube algorithm. I'm going to look up shit that I wish YouTube would recommend me videos of. So I actually really enjoy lost media as a whole. Mm-hmm. and but I don't really get a lot of YouTube recommendations about it and like I know there's there's so many communities about it you know so I type in lost media out of casual this whatever and mm-hmm. I click on a link and this guy's YouTube video opens with him whistling and I said okay. to myself oh my god that sounds like shit <laughs> So I'm now afraid to ever whistle ever on one of our podcasts again. So I don't think I can whistle on this podcast again, Panda. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. That's valid. We'll need to come up with something for the intro to this mini podcast Podcast. separate from a podcast. I was going to say podcast within a podcast, but it's not in the podcast anymore. It's a podcast mini as opposed to a podcast classic. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Like iPods. Yeah, exactly like iPods. I could hypothetically record something, but also I don't really have the 
I'm not good at music. Maybe I'll force producer Jimmy to come up with a song for us. Perhaps. Since they have done all the other music for everything else. This is what I'll do. I'll just record my Animal Crossing New Leaf theme. <laughs> and that'll be it. Oh, that'll be good. Yeah. I actually, the last episode that we did, what I whistled those first few notes is actually my standing uh, Animal Crossing New Leaf theme. Oh, wow. That's like been oh. my theme the whole entire time. I was where you pulled that out. Yeah, um, it'll probably also be my New Horizons theme too, which speaking of less than 10 days until New Horizons. Very excited about this. I yes. had never played a an Animal Crossing game until New Leaf. And Me too. now I'm excited to get to play one as it comes out. Because I also, I didn't play New Leaf until like at least a year after it had come out probably. Oh, wow. And even then it was kind of uh, sporadic historically the only games that i keep up with are pokemon and that's it oh kingdom hearts also kind of but i'm not as big into the videos game so fair fair i was not really aware of animal crossing or what it was until probably like 2013 oh wow um i had friends and family who played Animal Crossing but it was like never something that was a part of my childhood I didn't actually like start playing video games regularly until I was like 13 13 yeah. 14 yeah no oh I my god more games when I was younger yeah I mean like I was just a Neopets bitch through and through I did a lot of like educational PC gaming as a kid mm-hmm I know, and like I was really into Sims, but like I never, I did have a SNES when I was younger, and then my mom got rid of it because like I was kind of, it was, I was in that weird age where I was too young for it, but my mom and my dad didn't really have an interest in it type deal, so they didn't really know what to do, like they didn't know to where to buy games, like because at yeah. that point there wasn't really SNES games like readily available, so like, yeah, they didn't know where to like buy used games or anything like that, and. uh my cousins played it, but like they all had like my cousin was really into the Dreamcast and the PlayStation One, and then my cousins who were slightly younger were really into the N sixty four, and they were they were never Sony people. They always had N sixty fours and Xboxes and stuff like that. So for me, when I got a little bit older, my mom actually got I think for my eleventh birthday, my mom got me a PS two, and wow. then. Two years later, uh, my dog tripped over one of my wires and my PS2 was on top of um, one of my shelves Mm -hmm. and my PS2 fell and dislodged, I guess, where the memory card slot one was. So that never worked again, but my memory card slot two did. However, there are tons of games where the memory card slot two is not offered as an option. So mm-hmm. I uh, couldn't really play a whole lot of games. So when I was so eventually I sold my PS2 and like all the games and bought Sims 3 with it. And then later and then when I was like 15, I bought my PS3. And since then, I've been a gamer. And I've also and I mean, I also had my uh, Wii mm-hmm. maybe when I was like 13, 14 or something like that. So I think I was 14. 
so yeah, I I have a weird uh, gaming history. So I've always actually really been a big fan of the DS because I've been more of a casual gamer my whole life. But uh, mm-hmm. I mean, now I play stuff a little bit more seriously, but like Tease love their Switch big time. I love my Switch. I think it is, in my opinion, the best console ever because wow. it, and I have a, a th- my reason for this is that uh i can play it handhold and i can plug it into my tv it can be both of the things that i want out of a video game i have yet to actually so i plugged my switch into my friend's tv but i haven't plugged my switch yet into my own tv Hmm. so that's kind of exciting but um here at the not fresh podcast market we are a real podcast about talking about what we watched or played or consumed recently. So Panda, is there anything that you've um, eaten up in some way or another these past few weeks? Uh, well, I am back on the Hunter Hunter train. I love it. I stopped around the beginning of the Chimera Ant arc and I mm-hmm. decided to pick it back up. I didn't stop for any reason. I just like, I you ran out of steam. I hear you. Well, no, it was just like I had been watching it, and then like one day I decided to put on something else, and then I didn't pick up Hunter Hunter for another like two months. But I hear you. That happens. Yeah. So now I'm back, and not only am I watching it where I'm at, but I'm also rewatching earlier episodes with Jimmy because they have not seen Hunter Hunter either. And I got them started on it much later after I had started it. Ah. But we're also still watching Higurashi. And I read the first book in the Artemis Fowl series oh. a couple of days ago because they Disney has released the first trailer for their Artemis Fowl movie and it looks bad. But uh, I read the at least like the first three or four artemis fowl books when i was a kid so i was like i kind of want to see what this is i want to revisit this and the audiobook for the first one was like less than four hours so i was like yeah i I can do this so i can get behind that i read that and uh i enjoyed it i mean it's for kids but i it was a, a fun experience revisiting that i started watching the total drama series of cartoons that's so funny because i started watching i was really into total drama island last year and i was like oh shit i never finished the season where they're in hollywood so the other day i watched it so i've been slowly increasing my total drama hollywood in like whatever the fuck is called lights camera total drama i think so yes uh, I've been watching it myself, so I I feel that. I feel that. I was not aware of the fact that Total Drama Island apparently had, like, a pretty robust fandom back in the day. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I have tons of friends who are into it. And when I was flying to Canada, I downloaded a handful of episodes on Netflix on my phone just to, like, have some variety of stuff to watch while I'm on my 
flight and mm-hmm. I just watched a few episodes and I was like, oh, this is kind of fun. So I just kind of uh, made my way through the first season and I watched most of Total Drama Action, but I also fell asleep during some of the episodes because it's just You're not, not missing much. It's not as engaging, but um, I started, uh, Netflix does not have a couple seasons, so it goes directly to the season where they're back on Wawanaqua with some characters from like previous seasons and also classic characters. So that's weird. Um, I, I watched the first two original seasons on Netflix, mm-hmm. but I guess Netflix changes. So well, whatever. it has the first two. It's just then it doesn't have like three. Who's your favorite in Total Drama Island? Let's see. That's a complicated question. I feel that. I like, I don't remember any of their names. I like shithead delinquent boy with Duncan Ranger because I like his Duncan. design, but he's an asshole i i like i like the i like katie and sadie yeah i like um goth girl gwen and yeah yeah and that's kind of it i do like lashana okay yeah i like lashana we stand a queen so oh my god what's his name and I like who are these? Ca- I have to look up character names now too. I mean, I kind of like. I know Chris is awful, but I kind of like Chris. Okay, yeah, I do kind of like Chris. I I guess Chris didn't come to mind when I was thinking of characters I like, but yeah, he cracks me up. Fair. I liked when uh, in Total Drama Action, when they, the awards that they were given or whatever was like the golden, the gilded Chris's and the opening sequence was just like, like a bunch of scenes of him doing things. Yeah. It's really funny. And I like the edit somebody did of uh, people arriving on uh, the New Horizons Island and he's there. (laughs) <laughs> i haven't seen that oh, that's really good. Good. i'll have to find the one that i saw oh my god <laughs> oh that's so funny did you get to the episode in season one yet where what's her name goes bald oh yeah she was bald for all of she was bald for like all of uh total drama action wasn't she yeah she is yeah, she I mean, is but once in a while i'm just like I hear her voice in the back of my head. Like, usually when I give myself a haircut in the first season where, like, she does lose her hair, she screams, I'm bald. And I just hear that echoing in my head all the time. You should do a corny cosplay. I, no, never. (laughs) I hate her. I will not. do it. It would be really funny. She's awful. Uh, I will never cosplay Total Drama Island. I can't do that to myself. That's really funny. Oh, my God. Oh, no. Courtney's not the, the... Uh, girl that went bald. Courtney's the one with the short hair. Courtney's the one who's normaler. Yeah. I was a counselor in training. Counselor in Courtney's training. Thing that she says, like, she talks about how she was, like, a certified counselor in training or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, shit, shit goes after a while when you're yeah. watching a cartoon survivor. Oh, fuck, what's her name? I know, it's not Courtney, and it's not Oh my god, what the fuck's her name? I'm gonna have to look it up. It's gonna bother me. And people, people, intense total Heather? drama island fans. Heather! Is it Heather? Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's Heather. It's Heather. 
I'm looking at the character. list of name, the character names, and Lisa, Noah, Justin, Katie, Tyler, Izzy, Cody, Beth. Anyways, Katie, this Cody. and a total drama and Disney's Big City Greens are my like. I just want to chill TV shows. Uh huh. Uh huh. Big City Greens is really good. It's like a I don't know if I've talked about it on the show before, but it's a uh, like a Beverly Hillbillies type country family moves to the city. They don't like strike it rich. They just move to the city and are adjusting to the newfangled ways of the city. But it's really cute. Is it a cartoon? Yeah, it's a cartoon. That sounds fun. The voice actors are all uh, really good and cute, nice. and overall, it's just uh, it's just fun. Nice for me. I I can't remember if I talked about it last episode or not, but I started Octopath Traveler, which is really really fun. I believe you've mentioned and... Octopath Traveler, but I don't know in what uh, capacity. So. It's very much so, I'll give a quick synopsis, I guess. Um, so you choose between one of eight characters to play. And mm -hmm. then I'm only on the first chapter right now. But then you group up everybody. And it's kind of a very old, like, think of like older Final Fantasy, like Final Fantasy 3 and stuff mm -hmm. like that. RPG style thing where everybody has their own specialties and stuff. But uh, I don't think the writing is good or anything like that. But I think the characters themselves are super charming. And, like, there's this one character, Primrose, uh, she's, you know, she wasn't my favorite, like, she wasn't the one that I picked, but honestly, hearing her story, I've become incredibly emotionally attached to her. <laughs> I mean, all of these situations aren't, like, groundbreaking in any way, shape, or form, but she was one of those people that was, like, a daughter of a rich family, but the family got killed. So, um, she lived a life of, like, being a dancer and kind of... So she got the chance to have revenge on the person who kind of like took advantage of her mm -hmm. and killed her family and stuff like that. And uh, there's like another like uh, the main girl that I play is a girl from a merchant family who wants to be like a better merchant. And uh, there's like a fallen right hand man soldier. There's a thief. There's an upcoming apothecary. Uh, Apotha, that's apothecary is the store but you know what i'm trying to say so there's like all these there, there's unfortunately there is like the one token native girl who uses a bow and arrow and there's like this one lady who has a pet snow leopard and she could talk to animals and shit like that so there's like a whole there's like all these different characters and it's about them moving forward to achieve all of their goals while working together to help each other and it's really cute and i really like it and i think the the backdrop is really stunning so that's fun yeah. um and then more importantly though pokemon mystery dungeon came out on friday oh yeah and i yeah so i love mystery dungeon the I way that most people played mystery dungeon yeah. i don't really know anything about it so it is a pokemon game and I love Mystery Dungeon the way that people love the mainline Pokemon games. Yes. As a kid, I only played uh, Explorers of Darkness, but mm -hmm. that is one of the few games that I actually have ever fully beaten before. Wow. And yeah, I really, really, I, I mean, I never finished like the post game mm -hmm. ending, but I really did love it. So when Mystery Dungeon got announced, I was like rabid. I was so excited and I'm not super far into it because I've been working and mm -hmm. I've been doing stuff with my life. But um, 
I have been playing Mystery Dungeon, and it's such a treat to just hang out. Because don't you have to do like a little personality quiz in the beginning to determine who you are, or yeah. And then you get to pick who your partner is. So I picked my partner as a Cyndaquil because Cyndaquil's actually my Hell favorite yeah. starter. Hell yeah, Cyndaquil's my favorite starter. Whoa, and you know what's so funny? I thought of you because I ended up in the personality quiz getting Bulbasaur. Wow, I do also love Bulba. I am Bulba I know you do. 420. I know you are. I know you are. So when I was like, oh, I'm going to pick my Cyndaquil. And then I named the Cyndaquil after my first, my Cyndaquil starter in my Soul Silver team. And my Soul Silver team, Soul Silver is actually the only Pokemon game that I've actually fully beaten. I usually only get up to about Victory Road and then I give up. But uh, Soul Silver, I played all the way to the end. I like even did the secondary battles against the other trainers. I would like set alarms on my clock to be like, hey, you gotta, you have to wake up and like, get this trainer type deal like I was doing that kind of stuff as a kid and I was in high school at the time so I uh, I named my Cyndaquil after my soul silver Cyndaquil and I cried because I wow. thought about it being my actual Cyndaquil and me going on an adventure and I just started to cry wow yeah it was like a very oddly emotional thing for me but um so besides video games I started to read Silver Spoon I don't know what that is I saw you tweeting about oh. it uh, Silver Spoon is the follow-up manga after Full Metal Alchemist by Arakara. They have nothing to do with each other. This one is about uh, a high schooler who decides to go to an agricultural high school despite knowing nothing about farming. And it's a slice of life. It's only 130 chapters, so it's a pretty fast read. Mm-hmm. I'm only about like 30 chapters in right now because I I kind of haven't been reading at work, obviously. Yeah. and. Uh, it's really good and it's really soft and it's really exciting to see Arakawa's humor and personality in something about high schoolers instead of it being like this thing that just has like giant dread looming over your head the whole yeah. entire time you're reading it. I'm really, really enjoying it. So those that's been my media consumption lately. Speaking of reading also... A few days after this episode comes out, I will be on uh, the comics podcast talking about uh, the first Animorphs book because uh, we have all decided that we wanted to read Animorphs together. And okay. So I am almost done with the first book and uh, having a good time. Uh, nice. The first Animorphs book is also only about like three and a half hours long. And also it has the same narrator as the Warrior Cats audiobooks. Hell yeah. Only my unique set of skills and interests would uh, bring you to. That's really exciting. I'm glad. Do you at least like that person's voice? Yeah, he's fine. I, he does. Cool. Uh, I like him better in the warriors book oddly enough than uh in in animorphs but i mean he's fine and i don't oh. know if he does any more of the future books i have the i have the other like i have the second and third book purchased but i have not downloaded them and i know oh, that those that books uh switch narrators a lot so nice nice i mean like uh in text narrators so i don't know yeah now i hear you if they'll be doing different narrators for different books too, we shall see. We'll find out soon enough. We'll report back uh, on that. 
another time, probably. Also, Jimmy played Undertale for the first time. I've never played Undertale. It was it was good. It was fun. I like Undertale. That's all I have to say about it. I literally don't know anything. You would probably enjoy the gameplay, but I know that uh, Undertale has become cringe. Oh, I don't think it's cringe. Yeah. No, I, you know what it is? When I was ready to play it, something very bad happened. Mm. And so I hold it to a very certain event in my life that I guess I can tell you once we stop recording. Ah. And I just... That's valid. I'm afraid, I'm afraid to play it at this point. You know what I mean? Like a lot of people are like, I really think you would love it. And I was like, I don't think I'm ready for this right now. I mean, you so, probably would, but like, I'm, you yeah. know, not gonna... Yeah, I hear you. I hear you. I, one day. Yeah. One day. Yeah. It's got a very earthbound style of gameplay on purpose. Which I really love. Yeah. yeah which is the reason I think that you would like it. But, uh, you know, you. everything in its own time. There are things that I will probably never watch uh, because of Mood. trauma. Yeah. Big mood. Which, oh, speaking of trauma, Friday, the Beastars anime drops on Netflix. <laughs> Uh yeah, speaking of, I've already watched the first ep- the first episode. I yeah, the first couple episodes and I like it. I even got to watch the English dub and uh you know, like I think it's fine. Kari Digimon is best girl Haru and that's kind of weird, but like, you know, I don't think she does a bad job. It's just that like when weird. I hear her voice, I think in order Kari Digimon Cheerothy Kingdom Hearts. Uh, so being in two things that, and car like Gatomon is my favorite Digimon, so obviously like he like I have uh emotional attachment to Kari's voice as well. So having yeah. having her voice a character in Kingdom Hearts and now B Stars, it's just like God. Too much, too much. <laughs> Are you excited? what excited for Stars? i am i am and i think it's really fitting that it's coming out this friday when uh this time last year was just when i started to get into b stars wow so, one year anniversary yeah talk about another traumatic event um i started to read b stars on my flight actually sitting in the airport coming home from florida after ah. i got the call about my dad and on my flight home is like, I need something to just get my mind off of this. So I started reading Beastars and Beastars was there for me um, throughout this whole, stru- uh, the next following two weeks of all the shit that mm-hmm. happened. And then um, through just the grieving process and stuff like mm-hmm. that. So Beastars is held incredibly near and dear to my heart for reasons March is an awful month. <laughs> That's yeah. all I'm going to say. March is not a good month for me every year, it seems. But um, I'm really excited. I'm really excited for new Beastars. And there's talk about hanging out with uh, friends on Friday to watch Beastars. But I don't know if that's going to happen now. So... Mm. Cheers. <laughs> well, I'm going to be watching Beastars on Friday. Yeah, I'll watch it too. It's just maybe not with friends. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm excited. And are you going to be watching the dub? No, oh. I never watched the I mean, dub. Curious. No, um, the only time I really watched the dub is I watched the second season of Aggressive Retsuko. Mm. Dub. The Retsuko dub is pretty good. When I, you know, what I actually do? Here's this: if I've watched something 
that's a Netflix anime before it was on Netflix, like let's say the first season of Carol and Tuesday. If I do rewatch it, I'll watch it dubbed. That's fair. Yeah, like when I watched the first season of Carol and Tuesday legally, I watched it dubbed. Hmm. Yeah. Well, Panda, I think that's enough for we literally talked the amount of a real episode. Yeah, yeah, we so did. I guess um this will be the episode. Sorry for the guys. Week. Everybody we, we um, needed a, a therapeutic uh recording. Yeah. So. Last week, the week the day that we we're supposed to record, my mom and Cork got super sick and I had to like do everything around the house and then we we're supposed to record on Friday and that never happened. Mm-hmm. And then today I got in a car accident and okay. destroyed my car. And so here we are. Uh I promise next week we'll be back to our regular programming, I guess. Yeah. But, uh, right now, I am just I am just sitting. Yeah. If you want to find us online, you can do, you've probably heard all of this before. If this is your first episode, I'm sorry. I'm not going to do all the the sign off stuff except I will no. I will credit uh our producer who does our theme song, Call to Sex Sunset. Uh, hopefully not bad lib on soundcloud.com producer jimmy you can find them on twitter at jimothy john that's jimothy j-a-a-m and maybe they'll do a new theme song for this bit mayhaps maybe when this goes up there will be a new theme song who knows we'll find out soon enough i guess problem for future panda yep well panda thanks for having me on the fresh podcast market Thanks for joining me at the Fresh Podcast Market, Teresa. Everybody, it's time to be sad about the fact that you just missed a stealthy sigh bunny in the pound. Have a good one. No! That's a wrap. Have a good one.